Welcome back to the Unripe Mind podcast. Today we are joined um, by the fabulous Neve Dunn. She is one of my friends and co-workers and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. Neve and I are both fairly new to career. Um, I graduated from college in December 2020 and Neve, congratulations. You just graduated <laughs> in May. When people say congratulations, like it's more like a sorry for your loss. I love being new to career, but I also loved not having any any responsibilities in college. For anyone who doesn't know Neve, she is a self-declared like unsuccessful planner. I'm the worst planner. <laughs> Plans stress me out. I am not good at them. I just my brain just can't comprehend them. And I can't text people back on time. It stresses me out. I'm the worst texter. I have over 230 unread text messages Actually, on my phone. Actually, you are pretty bad. I am really bad. I texted you like 10 times today. What time are you going in at? I think I'm lost in Foster City. Okay, I'm here. Where are you? None of them got responses. I'm like, are you even alive? Like, hi. <laughs> I was like in a meeting and I'm the type of person where if I'm focused on one thing... <laughs> can't focus on another thing or else just like I completely forget about what I'm doing so if I try to look at my phone in a meeting it's like whatever I'm talking to that person about it's out the window we are privileged enough to have fantabuloso health insurance so yeah I uh do my therapy and I meditate and you do both of those things is therapy something that you've considered going to I've not even considered it If there was a therapist to my right, I would have been like, let's talk, you know, (laughs) let's meet every day. I would love to go to therapy. I know that there's a lot I need to work through. It's it's more of stress management. I, and I need a better work-life balance, but it's just, I am not the person to research, reach out. It's a total process. Yeah, The Psychology Today website has a fantastic like filter tool for finding therapists and they'll filter through like the insurance type you have, the type of provider you're looking for, like the area you're located in and they'll generate a result or or, like a whole list of therapists and they'll have like pictures of them and their bios and everything. And then you can like contact them from there. That's what I used. I thought it was great. But you also talked about how you were looking to improve your work-life balance. Do you want to like talk about what your work-life balance is now and what your ideal work-life balance would be? Yes. The thing about work, it comes in waves. Yeah. I'll have a very chill week of not a lot of meetings. I'll get all my stuff done. I don't have a lot of people pinging me, so I I have a lot more time to focus on what I need to get done to feel productive. Because every day I'm going to be productive because I'm working for a few people, getting their work done. But unless it's work that I've labeled productive or I've physically crossed something off my to-do list I'll just not feel good about anything I did that day so additional activities that come up end up like bubbling and blocking out what your main goals of that day exactly but I'm still being productive because I'm helping them I'm doing my job but because it wasn't on my to-do list I can't cross it off I'm kind of carrying that weight 
into my after work activities. And the thing it's hard is because you never really close your laptop at four or five o'clock. And especially when it's like this hybrid work environment. Exactly. Like when you're working from home, you wake up, you open up your laptop, and then you don't know when is an appropriate time necessarily to stop working and close yes, it. Yes, exactly. And even when I'm in the office, I'm thinking I'm going to go say hi to Sandra on floor two. I'm not going to bring my phone. I'm at work. Like, it's fine. Yeah, you, it's like home, you're physically in the building. Like, you're here, yes, you're fine. exactly. And then at home, I'm like, wow, do I have time to go walk and get a coffee that will take me seven minutes? I'm like, no. Like, I can't leave my laptop. Like, what if someone I needs me? so feel that. Whenever I'm at home, I constantly am worried if my Microsoft Teams isn't, like, my little status isn't green on yeah. there to say that, like, I'm available and I'm online. It gives me such anxiety because I'm like, okay, even if it says like be right back or like shows that I'm away on my computer, someone like in the grand scheme of things could still easily ping me, ask me a question. And then when I get back, I'll respond back to them. Oh, totally. But it's just like that mentality of them being like, oh, she's not working right now. She's not at her computer. Like maybe she's not like putting in as much effort as she should be and like, just like that really like negative self-talk gets really yeah. loud in those moments. See, I don't have that problem, first of all. I don't have that problem, but You're I have it in so other lucky. ways. I have You're it so completely lucky. in other ways. So how is it for you? So it would be if someone were to email me, but I'm working on another thing. But if I'm working for on a little right. bit of reference, Neve is in sales. Yes. Um, and business so development. Yeah. So we're in um the tech we work in the tech industry. So she's helping people facilitate exactly sales yes so if someone needs to get connected to another person I got to go into the database find that find times you know correspond calendars I think is the word (laughs) and then just set them up but when I'm working on something and someone pings me and I'm like I don't have time for this right now but I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you that's where my anxiety comes from I personally don't care if I I don't even I'm not aware of my team's um status But for you, my advice would be like, I've never looked at someone else's status and judged them for which they're being yellow. And I've never done that. Exactly. Like I would just assume, oh, maybe they're taking their dog on the walk. Maybe they're grabbing coffee. Maybe their computer is just yeah. Yes. I never have my Teams thing on my computer. I have it kind of dragged to the side. You know when you like. Press the little... (laughs) The one to, like, minimize it a little bit. Exactly. I always have it minimized, like, in my um, dashboard. So I don't know what my status is, but it's probably yellow. But then when someone pings me, I'll respond immediately. But, yeah, so it's another thing of you think people are looking more closer at your work than is reality. So, I mean, I think it's the same for us. I was really, really scared about this progress report with my boss. And I have this huge presentation of all these meetings I set up. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Like, I don't have any notes for you. I'm like, wait, really? (laughs) Because I'm expecting people to give me criticism. I don't even know why, where that comes from. Because I do put in a lot of work and I do care about my job. And then for you working on something and you get a message and you're not able to get to it at that moment, are you able to pause for a second, respond to them saying, oh, I'm working on something right now. I'll get back to you in a little bit type of a deal. Or does even doing something like that still give you anxiety thinking that you're, like, putting them off? I don't like notifying someone unless I have to. I don't know. I just, it's extra work, honestly. If I'm trying to get something done in as little time as possible, me reaching out, pulling him up, 
looking at my teams, maybe seeing other notifications going through it, it's going to take me off. It's going to get you distracted exactly. from what your current task is. Totally. That's hard. My typical move when I'm not able to get back to someone right away is I will over-communicate with them and say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't get to this right now, but like once I finish XYZ, I'll get to whatever you need yeah. me to do. But at the same time, like I totally understand where your mindset's coming from there. I also get distracted whenever I move from whatever I'm doing to a different thing and it can totally throw me off of my course that I'm on. Yep. So I get that. But it's also good to talk about, it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm happy with where I am. I think it will get easier once I'm going into the office more, which is, you know, but then it's also at the same time, do you have any fears about going into the office? I would say I'm not, I, I'm not scared. I, and it's not that I'm anxious about it. I honestly have very neutral feelings, but at the end of the day, yeah. I hate permanence. I hate anything set in stone. You know this, I hate yeah. plans. You want to feel things out for what the exactly. like vibe in that moment is, which totally. is so fair. Yes. In the past year, everything has been so up in the air and I've actually loved that. I love this go with the flow. I would say that's such a fantastic mindset to have because so many people are getting stuck in the sense that they feel like they're in limbo and they can't move forward. But being able to reset your mindset and being able to move forward in a way that like it's not quote unquote set in stone is like very freeing. Well, thank you. But the the thing about it is... I like how you said people think they're stuck in limbo. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely heard that phrase. A lot of my friends feel the exact same way. And I think it comes down to two different different types of people. And it's, you know, people that need a plan and people that avoid plans. I'm a plan avoider. I don't even know what you are. (laughs) It really just depends. Like, I'm the type of person where if I'm around type A people, I will let them take charge and I literally don't care and I'm yeah. like you got this because you're so good with the flow but you are you plan our outings <laughs> yes I do but <laughs> like they would never happen if I have someone who's like not a planner then I'll be like oh nothing's really gonna happen here unless I take yes. charge so then I'm like okay I will like take the type a spot here exactly and I appreciate that because if you didn't I would literally never leave my house even though I'm not not social. I was going to say social, but I kind of need someone. We live in the Bay Area and Neve is from the Bay Area. Yes. So she like knows people on people on people here. And I <laughs> moved here last year and I know no one <laughs> but Neve. <laughs> so Neve was talking about how she likes the fact that things are kind of up in the air. Nothing's set in stone. That freaks me out. But also, at the same time, I also love the freedom. So it's the kind I of thing. I love the freedom, yeah. And I don't like how there's expectation. I hate expectations. There is no expectation on whether we should be in the office, whether we should be working at home. If we want to go on vacation with our family between Thanksgiving and Christmas and work remotely while we do that, there has been nothing to tell us that we can't. But I have a feeling that will change in the coming years. So I will be taking advantage of it this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so question to you is, 
what are you gonna be what are you gonna miss most about at home remote working experience I think for me it's so I've gotten to the point now where my mental health is in a pretty good spot I would say I definitely have my bad days but even on my bad days I'm able to still push through and accomplish stuff get stuff done but I love the fact that by working remotely if I'm having a day where my depression is major and I just like really don't feel good or I'm feeling really anxious or whatever I don't have to worry about going out into the world and forcing it and trying to like push past whatever I'm feeling I'm able to just accept however it is I'm feeling and feel comfortable in my own space and it's I'm able to move past it faster I think oh completely which like a once a week going into the office and planning out all of that is fine. Yeah. Like, totally doable. Every day, no, I couldn't. It takes me so long to get ready in the morning, too. Oh, it takes me so so long. And actually, I was just on TikTok last night. Oh, my gosh. I actually sent it to you. I wonder if you saw it. But apparently, the best way to wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. is the one that's recommended for your rising astrological sign. Mine's a Libra and mine's all about her. I need to take my time getting ready to go out, getting ready in the morning, getting ready for anything, even if it's to walk to go get a coffee. I'm taking my time drinking water in the morning. I'm putting on my shoes slowly, maybe watching an episode of TV as I just like doing whatever feels good for you. Exactly. I love taking my time. So I actually followed it today and then I didn't even get into the office until like 10. I spent the whole morning mentally preparing and taking my time, sending out some emails, doing some work from home. So by the time I literally was like, get me to the office. I'm so ready for this. I honestly don't want to be home for another second. I take my time getting ready, but it's mostly because I just like dawdle. And like, I know for me, just because I'm living in a new-ish area and I don't know too many people, I'll end up like spending more time than I probably should on social media just so I can feel connected to my friends that are spread out all over. Yeah, but I have to say social media is all a facade. Oh, 100%. I don't look like what (laughs) I do in my photos. I'm choosing the best of the best. 100%. And I'm taking like 100 to get one really good one. Oh, like I'm not exaggerating when I say a lot of the photos on my social media accounts those were probably like 200 yeah, photo like shoots. A, a full photo shoot. Completely. But if you think about it, if that's how you get one good photo, I think it's somewhat similar for like models. Like obviously I'm not saying that I look like a model, but oh, yeah. for them to get their like magazine cover shots, like no, those hundreds are thousands. Of, exactly. Thousands. I don't know. <laughs> but guessing. it's the kind of thing where naturally like people are flawed and nobody is like this perfect we refuse to accept that our thighs are a little bigger exactly like our like we're like everyone has cellulite or when we all move our chin a certain way we all get a double (laughs) chin which literally we can't post that one exactly happier in that photo exactly because i don't want people to i mean imagine if guys sat around with five photos and be like, oh, I don't really want to post that well, one. And that's why that guys <laughs> have like two pictures on their Instagram. They go, hey, mom, like, want to dive? Take a photo of me holding up this fish. Okay, one photo, good. Like, that right that is my profile picture for the next seven years. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Great weekend with the boys. As we wrap up today's episode, I just want to, first of all, thank Neve for joining me. And we want to end today outlining something you could take away from our conversation. The one thing I hope this audience takes away is that transition is not linear. Just go with the flow on it. That's mental health. It is an ebb and a flow. Even when you have a really good handle on your mental health, you're still going to have days where you feel like shit and have to push through. And that's totally okay. It's totally okay. And it happens to every single person. Yes, that is the human experience. So on that note, thank you for tuning in to Unripe Mind, and we'll see you next time.